0: Our first message this afternoon is from Mr. Ron Will Hoyt. It is entitled, By the Hand. Oh, bless the Most High. Beautiful music, beautiful, beautiful music. Thinking of you as you all were singing that lovely song. I was thinking about the drive-in just as each of us drove in. And you know, out there, it's just world as usual. It's just world as usual. Construction going on, making roads to get people here and there. World as usual. But in here, what are we doing? We're praising the Almighty with such beautiful, stirring music. I do want to thank the tireless individuals. But I think those tireless individuals are beginning to tire just a little bit. But how I want to thank each of the tireless individuals who have made the last few days incredible. An incredible music program it was just outstanding. I'm still thinking about it, so appreciative of all of the efforts that went into making that happen. I mean, really. <clears throat> And then followed on the next day, of course, with Passover. Beautiful, beautiful ceremony. And what about last night? Wherever you were, I hope you had a memorable, enjoyable night. I was thinking about Ron Kolb this morning. Not just because of the uniqueness of his name. But when I met Ron. We met Ron at the feast in Shangri-La. And some of the conversations that me and him have had over the years that we've known each other and Ron I tell you what it took some convincing for me it took some convincing for me because at the time I didn't have a Bible handy but I had to be convinced that the fact that unleavened bread was actually in the Bible Because like most people I knew at the time, I had watched Charlton Heston walk down that mountain with large tablets. And I don't remember anything about unleavened bread in that. But brethren, what an amazing, life-altering revelation that is unleavened bread. And when we think of matzah... When we think of unleavened bread, we, we quickly turn to what? The Exodus, of course. The incredible events of the Exodus. All of those events surrounding the Exodus. What happened to then thrust them out at the Exodus. But the amazing thing to me is that Scripture reveals matzah well before the Exodus, well before the deliverance from that enslavement, well before that freedom from task, well before the task with that that overlording and oppressive taskmaster that comes with task, because it was before the days of Moses. And it was back in the days of Abraham and Lot that I want to look at today. In the sojourn of Abraham and Lot, now in reading about their lives, we understand that that due to the enormity of their wealth, Abram and Lot, by the sheer size of their possessions, Scripture tells us that they could not dwell together in the same land. And in order that there not be any conflict between the two, Scripture tells us that it was Abraham who dwelt in Canaan, but it was Lot who traveled and journeyed east, pitching his tent where? Near Sodom. Now, as it came to be, In the passage of time, as we study about the life of Abraham, it was Abraham who sat at the door of the tent in the heat of the day, right? And behold, he saw three. Abraham beheld three. Running out there to them, stay, he says. I want you to stay. I want you to stay. I want to get some water that you can wash your feet. I want you to rest. And I want you to eat. And what was his first order? His first order was, of course, to his wife Sarah, quickly, quickly take some fine flour, knead it, and put it on the hearth. We need some quick bread. Quick bread to go with the calf, quick bread to go with the butter, quick bread to go with the milk. And they did eat. Abraham saw three. Now two of the three, two of the three, the two malach, the two messengers, these two were greeted by Lot. These two were greeted by Lot in the very same way. I want you to stay. I want to get some water so you can wash your feet. I want you to rest. And I want you to eat. Now, this same offer of hospitality, he was very insistent that they did not spend the night out on the street. Lot was adamant. That these two messengers from the Almighty did not stay all night in the street. How adamant we find in Genesis 19, verse 3. Insistent and adamant. We look at Genesis 19, verse 3. In the King James, it says, And he pressed upon them greatly. He pressed upon them greatly and they turned in unto him, and entered into his house, and he made them a feast. He made them a feast and did bake matzah, unleavened bread, and they did eat. Now after the feast, after the unleavened bread, It was a horrific night. I don't know another word other than horrific to describe that particular night of what went on at Lot's house. But after the feast, after the unleavened bread, after the matzah, what did the morning bring? Look at verse 15. Lot pressed upon them greatly, they turned in, he made them a feast, he made them unleavened bread, a horrific night, morning comes, verse 15, morning arose, and the angels, the messengers, the Moloch, hastened Lot, saying, Arise, Lot, take your wife, your two daughters, which are here, lest you be consumed in the iniquity of Of the city Now look at the beginning of the next verse Hurry Lot And while he lingered Now see he was insistent He was adamant that you're not staying out there You're coming into my home I want you to wash your feet I want you to rest I want you to eat I'm going to make you a feast I'm going to make you unleavened bread But here when being told to arise Lot Scripture says he lingered What an amazing verse we're about to read. And while he lingered, the men laid hold upon his hand. And upon the hand of his wife. And upon the hand of his two daughters. Notice the next in your scriptures. The Lord being merciful unto him. The Lord being merciful unto him and they brought him forth and set him without the city its sudden deliverance because see after unleavened bread after matzah there's no time to linger its sudden deliverance now notice it was by the hand lot it was by the hand lots wife it was by the hand daughter It was by the hand, daughter. There's two messengers, and both of their hands were full. And it was time to go. The mercy of the Most High is by the hand. That's kind of the extended title. The mercy of the Eternal. The mercy of the Most High is by the hand. Abraham and Lot, Moses and Aaron, Joshua to David. And thinking upon that song Ilya beautifully sang the other night, and almost a lament for David. After that, we have decades of the United Kingdom. Decades under David and Solomon. And then centuries, yeah? Yeah. Of war and division. The Assyrians came and took ten of them away. But just before, just before the fall of Jerusalem to Nebuchadnezzar, in Jeremiah, in his prophesying about the renewal and the restoration of the covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah. I ask the question, how does the Almighty remember? How does the Most High recall their exodus? It's right in the middle of Jeremiah 31, 32. This is how He remembers the exodus. He says through the prophet Jeremiah, The day that I took them, how? By the hand. By the hand. To bring them out of the land of Egypt. By the hand. The mercy of the Almighty is by the hand. It's by His hand. And really, when you think about matzah, unleavened bread, with matzah itself, it is by the hand, because Sarah was told to quickly knead this and make this, and my treasure of my life, my wife, almost 25 years, Most beautiful woman I know, was thinking about Sarah, and it was Sunday, I just watched her, with the hands making bread for the family and it was incredible to just sit and watch it because that's what the almighty is doing with each one of us is this tender hands on transformation unleavened bread matzah I just love to say the word, matzah. The bread of deliverance by his hand. The memorial bread of what he has done for each one of us personally, like Matt Still talked about Saturday night at the performance. It's personal. I've got a son 100-plus miles this way. I have a daughter sitting right here. And I have another son back here also. And I want you to know that I eat this bread for what he's done to me personally. Just like everyone in here that has children. We say this. We eat this bread because what the Most High has done for each one of us personally. And it's a different story. but It's the restoration, the healing, the beneficial message that we find in right now. It's unleavened bread. This is where it is outside its world as usual and it's temporary it's rotting and wasting but in here it's life the unleavened bread of the Most High because see children we want you to see this and we want you to know this that why we eat this bread for what he's done for each of us personally because see you need to keep eating the bread also You do, you do, you do, you do. You need to keep eating the bread also, younger folks, because there's going to come a time when I want you to say to your children, this is why I eat this bread, because of what the eternal has done to me. It'll be your turn. The mercy of the Almighty is incomprehensible. But as unleavened bread is made by the hand and it's eaten by the hand we have to understand that the mercy of the eternal is exactly the same thing it's by his hand and it's how he remembers his exodus it's his exodus it was his deliverance his arm was revealed and we hear that report we love that report we love the story of the revealed arm of the most high in bringing each one of us Out of that, whatever it was that kept us, it's been opened. So now we walk in that newness of life, and it's incredible. I just want to thank each one of you for being here. I do. I want to thank each one of you who've worked so tirelessly. and Out of a desire and a love to do it, to make these past few days what they have been. And hey, it's the first day of matzah.